this boom ba ra 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 give me an a n give me an h and give me a d what does that stand for will you tell us the negro <laughs> history detective we're at it again we're on an artifactual journey today learning about dr john f brown md who lived at and had a practice at 118 West Montgomery Street in none other than Baltimore, Maryland. And what is the national theme set by Asala for Black History well, Month in the year in 2022? First, let me tell the audience what Asala is. Asala is the Association for the Study of Afro-American Life and History, or African-American Life and History, started by Carter G. Woodson in 1916. So in 2022, the theme is Black Health and Wellness. This theme acknowledges the legacy of not only black scholars and medical practitioners in Western medicine, but also other ways of medical knowledge, birth workers, doulas, midwives, naturopaths, herbalists, etc. throughout the African diaspora. And it considers activities, rituals, and initiatives that black communities have done to be well. And naturally, the person that we're highlighting today falls into that category. He does. In addition to that category, why don't you drop this on? And also, in this, the same year, May 2022, Johns Hopkins University School of Medicine will be having a Reckoning with Race and Racism Academic Medicine Conference, where they invite contributions to their conference looking at confronting the legacies of white supremacy and exclusion in American academic medicine and the central role that academic medicine has played and continues to play in the perpetuation of false biological concepts of race. So what does it all mean? Basically looking at how white supremacy and white-centric and white-focused stories have influenced African-American communities with health, medicine, and being well and staying well. And the last line, I just love right now. Of course, this is a great line. This reckoning requires engagements both inside and outside of academic medicine. As we've historically seen, largely when it comes to the narratives around black history and around particularly medicine and medical knowledge and so forth, it's been within a certain circle. Um, so anything that was outside of traditional medicine always seemed kind of strange and hoodoo and taboo, taboo frowned upon, witchcraft or, uh, you know, litigation right. and just totally and um, denied. That's where Dr. John F. Brown comes in. So according to John F. Brown's MD in his 1905 obituary in the Afro-American Ledger, um, now of course the Afro-American newspaper headquartered in Baltimore, he was one of the earliest and possibly first colored physicians who was a graduate of the University of Pennsylvania Medical School. To ding, 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 oh, ding. Let's, let's fact check that though. Yeah, the bell has to go <laughs> off immediately when you say that again, please. Graduated from the University of Pennsylvania Medical School. And we believe this was probably sometime during the Civil War period or slightly afterwards. And why do we believe that? Well, A, it was in his 1905 um, obituary, and he had to have some medical knowledge to be able to then come back to his hometown of Baltimore and open up a practice. And we also also reached out to Dr. Brown's supposed alma mater, University of Pennsylvania Medical School, and asked them if they had any record of Dr. Brown, to which we received the um, very sophisticated response of no. Um, they had checked their master alumni index, which lists all their students. From They're, what years? From 1753 to 1977. Go figure. Right, a 1922 alumni catalog and catalog of medical graduates from 1765 to 1877 and no John F. Brown or John F. D. Brown listed. Absolutely fascinating. It is. And 
I want to go back to this very rare book that was salvaged from the uh, Dr. George W. Kennard's uh, hospital building, which is also named uh, right here. Want to read that again? The Medico Chirurgical and Theological College of Christ Institution. Try saying that five times fast. Just one time fast. <laughs> uh, and I'm, in, in my hands, I'm holding a very early medical book that came from the property on Industry Street in Historic East Baltimore, and it's called the Eclectic Journal of Medicine edited by John Bell, M.D., volume number four, from November 1839 to October 1840. This is an 1840 edition of a rare book, and Brown is very proud to own this book and places his nameplate on the exterior that you see right here. So according to the 1865-66 Woods Baltimore City Directory, Professor John F. Brown was listed as being a as a practical phenologist. Oh, is, is this? I'm, a phenolo, I'm trying to feel this noggin right here. What could I develop from these lumps? A whole lot. A whole lot. Okay. So, oh, sorry. Uh, a botanic leech artist. Okay, so stop. Right, right there. When it says botanic leech artist, that immediately sends me to looking at this scare if a cater. Okay. Good, good, good Thank you for good that job. enunciation. I had to practice that. This is a 19th century um, uh, medical. T uh, tool that was tied into um, removing the leeches. These are cups and they would be known as cupping. One is metal and one is glass. And this is the type of tool that none other than John F. Brown would have been using in Baltimore during the year of 1865-66. And as an aside, he actually would largely probably use these with black and white mariners in some cases because in the mariner trade, whether you were a ship caulker, whether you were an oyster shucker or so forth, um, you know, a fisherman, oyster, a sailor, a sailor, you would have encountered leeches. So any one of these devices would have been used to basically to suck the leeches off of your skin. But when do you think of black maritime in the role of a medical component with a identifiable name that we can trace where he lived uh, and where he practiced? And of course, actually have evidence from some books that he actually utilized. Right. And so he was actually located at 176 South Howard Street doing some of this work um, as a botanic leech artist, phrenologist, and also a surgeon chiropodist as well. So that leads us to another interesting story, which we'll get to at another time. But just just tease the audience with a little, a little bit of something, something right here. From the late 1800s, at least until his death in 1905, Dr. John F. Brown was associated with the Medico Chirurgical and Theological College of Christ Institution, 704 Enzer Street. He's Baltimore. Yep. And of course, this is a fascinating story um, that we will actually have another segment at another time. But he was the president of Christ Institution, and his residence at the time was 867 Linden Avenue. For the folks that are wondering where that was, uh, Linden Avenue would be where, in the vicinity of where the Meyerhoff um, Baltimore Symphony uh, Hall is located today. And of course, if you're wondering how this all fits into what we talked about with the Asala theme and what we've talked about with the race and racism in medicine, there are so many facets of Dr. Brown's life that don't that cannot be verified. And unfortunately, at the time of his um, medical practice and death, he would have probably been considered a medical quack because he practiced outside of academic medicine, the usual sphere of what we considered to be medical practice. Outside of white academic Thank medicine. Thank you for making that correction. That's very, yes. very important to get that point across. Right. So as we wrap this up, primary source material, as always, plays a critical role in dispelling myths, in uh, correcting 
um, erroneous narratives and uh, highlighting authentic new interpretations that the larger public is uh, unaware of. And can also bring to light some unknown and under-recognized and under-researched figures throughout not only Black Baltimore history, but Black American history who deserve recognition and who deserve to finally be brought into the light. So at the end of the day, roll with Nanny Jack and company on an artifactual journey with the Negro History Detective. And, and his uh, trustworthy assistant. And, oh, and his <laughs> trustworthy assistant, sidekick, queen of everything. Thank you. There you have it.